This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. From the Dealer News Today headquarters, here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkaski. Dave, good Thursday afternoon. It is a good day, a little rainy today, but right. that will too that too shall pass. <laughs> as as it all will. Uh, we had Every day, it seems, you come over, we start kind of getting ready for the show, and we tend to get ourselves into a lively discussion. I think we should just push the record button before we even start. You know, some of our greatest conversations are off air, and we always say, and we always say to ourselves, like you just said, that should be. Let's save it for yes, on just air. Stop talking about it. Let's it's, get it on. It's the air. like batting practice, where you hit the best balls, you know, before the game, and then you get up and strike yeah, out three because times. Because we're, we're looking at the news, we're talking about it together today. I, this is a great topic. This is something that just kind of occurred to us, and I, I wonder if it's occurred to others, but you saw a report coming out of China about Tesla sales being up, right? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you know, Tesla just reported that March 2020 was one of their greatest months in business. They sold over 10,800 cars online in China last month. You know, we don't need to have a long conversation about the idea of what Tesla's doing versus the franchise uh, auto market that's always been out there. All of our listeners kind of understand that debate. Now the question is, is that a real risk? You know, one of the things that obviously every dealer now, other than the Pennsylvania dealers, which we're going to get into in, in, in a few minutes, we have an incredible guest today, Greg Sioka from Sioka Auto Group, over 20 locations out of Pennsylvania. You know, the reason we're bringing Greg on today more than he's just a great friend of mine and just an incredible dealer is we had John Devlin on the phone yesterday, uh, which is the, the president of the Pennsylvania yep. State Dealer Association. And the Pennsylvania is one of the only states in the nation that you still cannot sell cars online. So back to our online conversation, you know, this has only been a few weeks of dealers really having the only opportunity to sell cars, which is online. We know Tesla reported that 78% of their sales last year were online. And now we look at car dealers, right? That are used to having the customer in their dealership, you know, in front of them, able to pick out a car, test drive a car, fall in love with that car, and then buy it. Today, they're relying strictly on the ability to sell them a car online. And, you know, for the last three weeks, we have repeatedly been kind of endorsing the idea of opening up online sales, having states allow it to some degree. Are we getting, are, are we not fully understanding what the risks are of doing that, of changing the way society shops for vehicles? You know, Andy, I got to tell you, as an ex-dealer and a dealer for almost a decade and a half, the ability to sell cars online is so, it's, I mean, the process, okay, the response time, how long is it taking to respond back to that customer? The negotiation is pretty much gone. Why? Because whoever's emailing you for a car, and I'll give you an example. If somebody's emailing for a General Motors product, they're not just emailing emailing you. They're emailing three other General Motors dealerships. And the first to respond with the best price is going to be who's selling them their next car. And I'll tell you what, if somebody bought their car from a local town dealer that they've supported for the last nine years, and the next dealer that they email responds back faster with a great deal and a better deal than the local hometown dealer, they just lost a nine-year customer. Yeah. And more on this in just a moment, a word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by DCG Capital. DCG Capital's lender relationships can provide new car dealers with working capital loans, floor plan financing, mortgage loans, and other reduced interest rate financing at historically low rates. Contact DCG Capital at DaveCantonGroup.com. You know, Dave, one of the things that I, 
the perspective that I bring. I'm not an old timer in the automotive dealership industry. I mean, I I've never sold a car. I'm relatively new to the to the industry, and I'm certainly on the legal side of the industry. You've been around for a long time. I'll call you an old timer. A lot of the guys that we've been talking to are old timers, and one of the criticisms of the automotive uh, sales industry is that it is old school. That it has not fully adopted. It has not fully come around to the Amazon type idea of minimal margins, selling online, minimizing your footprint in in brick and mortars. And you guys have held onto it as tightly as possible. It's one of the last remaining franchise brick and mortar industries that has succeeded through the uh, the the internet age. Andy, this is the time that we speak about yesterday, and we're going to speak about many, many episodes moving forward. This is where dealer principals, general managers, chief operating officers need to be leaders. You know, Elon Musk made a statement the other day, okay? You know, if, if, if online cars is the way of the future, then guess what? We're going to move to online sales. We're going to give the customers what they want, and that's no car salesman. So you need to adapt, okay? Obviously, right now, the only way in a majority of the of the states in the entire country is online sales. You know, my question to all the car dealers listening, what are you doing to sell cars online? I would love for you guys to comment on, on any social media platform of Dealer News today, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it might be. Yeah, Let us know what you're this. doing. We, we want to hear about and, it. And do you recognize this risk that if, if we go too far to online sales, if this turns into kind of what started in the 08, 09 recession with one price shopping type of, of situation, we know many dealerships have gone to one price shopping. What's the next step? Is the next step as we get deeper into online sales, does that just turn into people sitting at their computers looking for the best price? Where do, where do salesmen come in? What can you do to make sure you're Keeping a profit is the only thing to limit the expenses. You know, you, you really think about this, right? And you say to yourself, okay, what do you need to sell cars online? You need incredible, you know, BDC specialists, okay, that understand computer technology. Okay, you got to have a great response time and you got to have the information that the customers want. Okay, the, you know, you know, this is the time where I hope every dealer has analyzed their websites to ensure that all their inventory is on their website uh, and information that a customer needs to make the best decision. And then that person that's handling online, you know, at the end of the day is just giving them the best deal. Is it a lease? Is it a finance? Is it a cash acquisition? And but that's at that all point- for but at that, that point from there, you don't from even somebody. need a car salesman. Right. You just need a delivery specialist. Yep. So are, are we, are we looking at the new way of selling cars in the future? I think we're, I think that it's certainly a possibility. I know uh, myself personally, I don't like to go into a dealership. I just want to go online. I just want to know what the best price is. I just want to know what can I get for the best price? I don't want to have a long conversation about it. I want to keep my time involved in it minimal. And this might be that but Andy, transition. I got to tell you something. And anyone who I know has ever purchased a Tesla says the same thing as you, right? They buy yep. it. It's ease. It's nice. I love going car shopping. I'm the exact opposite. Well, you know I love, tricks, Dave. I love going into a car dealership. I, I want to sit in the car. I want to touch it. I love test driving two or three different models. 
And, you know, I'm usually the one that they call a spot. I leave with the car. I want to take it home that day. But you know how the pencil price works. You know how to get to the number. You, you got it. You got all the tricks Yeah, but I can sleep. never imagine car sales being stricted, you know, stricted to online. Because you're I old school. I couldn't imagine it. You know, can you imagine going to Amazon and literally picking out the car you want and I it can. arrives at your home yes. seven days later? I can. I can imagine. That scares the hell out of me. I don't want it seven days later. I want it that day. I want, I want somebody delivering it that day. I just want to go on. I want to push the button. And I want to know that I'm getting the best price. If you're Amazon Prime, do you get it faster? <laughs> you should, right? <laughs> Amazon now. They're just, they're roving around. There's a Today, we have an incredible episode. Greg Sioka, Sioka Auto Group. Uh, Greg is an incredible guy. You know, look, you know, I, I've known Greg for a long time. He's not just a great dealer. He's a great friend. He is involved in his auto group. He knows everyone who works in every one of his stores. He's hands-on. He's got incredible family members, three sons that surround him in the auto industry. Greg is just, you know, he's got his thumb on it. He is hands-on, runs an incredible auto group, 20 plus locations. I'm really excited to get Greg's input on online sales. What are his stores doing that aren't in Pennsylvania? Because we know Pennsylvania is shut down. I think he has a few New Jersey stores as well and a big Mercedes store. What are they doing to sell cars? You know, this just uh, this just goes to, to show how many connections Dave has here. Because yesterday, when we have on the president of Pennsylvania's Auto Association, uh, he says, you know who we need on the show tomorrow? We need Greg on the show tomorrow to comment on what's going on with his businesses. And so let's do that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this afternoon, we have Greg Sioka, the CEO and founder of Sioka Auto Group, over 20 locations between Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Greg, good afternoon today. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out of we look. This has been obviously a uh, a busy time for everyone in the automotive community. Thank you for taking time out for Andy and I this afternoon. Uh, how are you doing? I hope your whole family is healthy and well throughout this. We are. Our family is well. Uh, my two older boys that are working in the business now are both working in our New Jersey location. So they're active, uh, but everyone's healthy and everyone's well. So thanks for asking. I hope the same to you and your family. Thank you. Look, let's get right into it. Since you bring up, uh, since you bring up that your boys are in the new New Jersey locations, obviously because they can't be in the Pennsylvania locations at this point, online sales in Pennsylvania is restricted. Um, tell us a little bit about that. If you don't mind. Well, it was quite a surprise to us. We thought that Governor Wolf would take the same lead as New York, New Jersey, Maryland, and allow uh, online sales. Uh, all of our service departments in the Pennsylvania markets, uh, we have 19 dealerships here, uh, they're all open. And service uh, parts and collision are open. Uh, but our sales departments have been completely closed. And unfortunately, that then triggered a, a layoff, a uh, temporary furlough that we've never had before in our company. So all of our Pennsylvania stores in the showroom aspect are, uh, are closed. Now, our two dealerships in New Jersey are both open service parts and collision, but also online sales. Now, they are slower. It is just a trickling amount of sales, but it is a revenue stream right now. We are able to put car transactions together, which is really helpful. We're hoping that Pennsylvania does follow suit, and we did hear some positive things possibly yesterday, that maybe Governor Wolf may change his mind the beginning of next week. We're, we're hopeful. 
Greg, do you have any idea what, what are the politics behind this? How, how did we get into a situation where Pennsylvania is surrounded by states taking a totally different attitude towards this? Uh, do, you, do you have any insight? You know, the, the only insight I've heard, I'm sure Governor Wolf wants to make uh, make sure everyone in Pennsylvania is as, as, as uh, protected as possible. And it's all about safety for all of our personnel and, of course, all of our families and all of our customers and their families. Uh, but I think the way that the New Jersey dealerships are structured and the way they're doing it online seems to be a very effective way to do it and very safe for everyone. So I don't know exactly why. I know we're only one of two or three states in the country that are not allowed, and uh, it was surprising. I know it has put a, a level of stress and hardship on a lot of the dealers in Pennsylvania as I speak to them. So there is some misunderstanding out there of why certain people can and certain people cannot. And, Greg, we spoke to John Devlin yesterday, the State Dealer Association president for oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. John's a great guy. John is an yeah. incredible guy. He's on the front line battling for his dealers working right now. Working very hard. Working hard. He's Could on the phone with the hard, governor's absolutely. office. You know, and he feels, you know, that this, obviously, there's got to be a way to get this done. Uh, my understanding from speaking with them is uh, I think they're working on something and I'm confident and I'm hoping for the Pennsylvania dealers that they get through this quickly so you guys could sell cars. Talking about online sales, right? Look, Elon Musk, 78% of his cars are sold online. You know, is this, you know, obviously for the state of Pennsylvania, you know, dealers from what we heard of speaking with John yesterday is dealers are crossing state lines to buy cars in Maryland, in New Jersey. You know, obviously there, there's some, some are driving 50 miles to go buy a car. You're taking the risk of losing that customer for life. If they bought their last three, four or five cars from you guys. Um, it's just, it's, are you seeing any of them cross state lines to come to your two New Jersey locations? Yeah, we, we are seeing and we are hearing that a lot. We, we've been in business for 45 years and represent 16 brands. Um, we are hearing and seeing that some customers that are in very desperate need are crossing state lines. We're not that far from some of our locations in New Jersey, and they are able to do that. Now, we're doing everything we can. Um, if a customer, God forbid, uh, needed a car right this moment, we'll give them one of our service loaners, our new service loaners, and use this car free of charge until you were able to deliver you a car in Pennsylvania. And we have hundreds and hundreds of loaners, so we are putting them out into the market with customers uh, just to take care of our own customers, and hopefully we can have that sale when we are able to return in Pennsylvania and sell cars correctly. Wow, what a great service for your customers. I mean, that's that's the sort of, of leadership and, and the sort of kind of, original thinking that will keep people around for a long time. Speaking of that, I, you know, I know that you've had a, a great history um, and that you are recognized as a, as a superior leader in the field. What are you doing to lead your people, to lead your business um, through this very difficult time? Well, one of the things I think most importantly is, is that I'm very president, present in all the stores. I'm going around and thanking them and eyeball, eyeballing them six feet away, protective, just saying thank you. We're over-communicating constantly with our team and our leaders to say, hey, we're going to get through this. This is unprecedented. I've never seen this in my life, but we are going to get through this. And uh, if anything, it's an opportunity to maybe get a little sharper to really start um, doing all the things where you're going 100 miles an hour, selling two or 3,000 cars a month, it's a time where you can really start thinking and analyzing your business and really a reset 
of where we see business going in the future. Obviously, online shopping, we're going to get great at it because we're practicing it a great deal now, and we are delivering cars in our Jersey stores through that. So that will make us better. But I think being present, getting to see the leaders, you know, I say to our team, leaders lead right now. It's a time to lead. And I said, uh, they, people are looking for that, you know, what direction we're going in. And I, I just really feel that uh, uh, they know that we care. I started calling all of the furloughed employees as well as the leaders, called their teams, and then we broke it down to department. That we try to stay uh, in contact with everyone that's out um, and tell them that we're trying to get them back as soon as possible. And I think if Governor Wolf does open us up next week on online, I think a lot of our personnel will be coming back. We'll be getting ready for, I think, a surge that may come once we're 100 percent past this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Greg Sioka from Sioka Auto Group. You know, Greg, you bring up Surge, and we've been hearing this from a lot of dealers, including Herb Chambers, David Wilson, Ken Ganley, that they too believe that post-COVID-19, there will be a huge surge of auto sales. Tell us what you think. I mean, do you think, you know, if this ends in May or June, we're going to see some record months of, 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 of auto sales? Well, Dave, I can only tell you that when we ended our, we, we end the first day, we start the first day of every month, of course, as our new month. And when we closed the books in February, in February, 35 days ago, we had a record volume uh, in terms of product that we sold, record amount of revenue, and record profits. And that was roughly 35 days ago. So I just don't think we're going to fall off the cliff when we come back. Now, is there going to be a ramp-up period? And if there's the safety issues, that's first and foremost in our mind. But I think by the end of the year, when we look back at this year and go, what an incredible year, I think our sales, and particularly our group, I think we're going to perform at the highest level we can. And I think there's going to be business out there. I think the manufacturers, our manufacturer partners and lending sources cannot do any more than what they're doing. The program's... It's, this is the best time in the world to buy a car, and obviously the, the public is, has other focuses. But I think once they get back to a little more normal lifestyle, I think they may see that and go, wow, what a great time to buy a new car or truck in the, in the market. I really do. Greg, I, I think that's uh, outstanding positive uh, projections. I, I think we've this is no longer just an echo effect. This is something that we're hearing one mega dealer after another, and uh, I, I think that's very valuable for people to hear. Let me let me transition to this. Um, being such a big name in the industry, what do you have to say to the smaller dealers? And that's many of the people that are listening right now. We, we've gotten a lot of feedback that the people listening to our program are those that really value the insight of the mega uh, dealers like yourselves, the people who have been been around for a long time. What sort of encouragement, what sort of advice do you have for those folks? Well, you know, I, I was not always a, a group that had 21 stores. I started with one dealership. Uh, 27 years ago in Quakertown, a small little Ford store. So I know the feeling of that when you have everything on the line. I can just advise, you know, and I say this to, I have a lot of dealers calling me, a lot of good friends. I advise all the dealers and executives to remember that your people are watching you more than ever. You have very important decisions to make and you will forever impact how your associates view you and your company. Well, this is not an enjoyable time. We should focus on the opportunity it provides instead of all the negative impacts. 
I'm not suggesting ignoring the negative impacts, as that influenced decision making, and rightfully so. However, there may be another. There may not be another time in your life where you can restructure parts of your company, complete special projects, really identify the leaders in your business. Don't let the opportunity to do these things go to waste. Get with your top dealership team together and develop a plan not only to navigate this crisis but also how you're going to go back to the market once, once things start to normalize. Is there something you've always wanted to change? If so, this may be the perfect time to do that. I just said to our team, we have a program already. We, it depends on what lever you're pulling. So we thought we were going to get back in business when New Jersey came in business, so we're going to pull the Pennsylvania lever. We're going to sell online. That was not the case. Really focusing on our fixed operations. But that being said, there were projects we wanted to do cleaning, painting, doing things internally in our business as we were working through this. And there were some things that finally we had a moment to slow down. I I just think you really have to have a plan, and that plan has to start today as we're coming out of this. Not when they say, okay, you could sell cars May 1st. I want to start selling cars May 1st. I don't want to start planning May 1st. So I want a written plan that I over-communicate. And tell our team what we're going to do. And we're going to have a lot of success. I know the dealers are also going to have a lot of success from this. Greg, that is absolutely incredible. I hope every business owner within the industry, dealer or professional within, takes your advice. Absolutely incredible. Greg, before we let you go, I got to know, there's a story that I read online that started about 40 plus years ago and about a $700 car. Can you tell us that story? Well... I started my career with $700 in my mother's garage. Uh, I bought a 67 Camaro Rally Sport, pale yellow with a black vinyl top, hideaway headlights, bought it for $700 and reconditioned it, and sold it for $1,300 on my mother's front lawn. And that was the start. Kind of came from a single parent. My mother and my two sisters, we were very close, uh, but for very humble beginnings and uh, we were able to grow that now to a business that will have 21 dealerships, uh, sales of about a billion dollars in sales uh, with 1,400 associates and 16 uh, franchises. And we want to continue to grow. I have three sons, and my sons are our future. So it's very clear where we're going here that this business will be turned over to my children who work every day and are in the dealerships every day through these times also. So we're all side by side in this together. and. You know, frankly, you know, Dave, when you were talking to me and all the people you have had on your podcast, there are some remarkable names, and I certainly don't fit into that category. And there are people that I've looked up to. And, uh, you know, if, if you work hard, you have the right attitude, and your people are always looking. If your shoulders are slumped and if you're not feeling confident, you, you cannot be a good, effective leader. You, you have to exude that confidence that we're going to get through this. It's not good. I'm not misleading that. I I watch the news like everyone else, but we are going to get through this. And uh, it's great you know, to be able to share that you know, with a lot of great dealers and people like yourself that only want the auto industry. Hey, the auto industry has been a blessing for all of us, hasn't it? Greatest Indeed. industry I mean, in the entire world. And those are the blessed. words of Herb we're Chambers. Blessed. Greatest industry Absolutely. in the entire world. We're blessed. And you know what, Greg? I love that story because that puts you in the same category as Steve Jobs. And I think another name we all know, Disney. 
who both started out of their garage, right? Walt Disney. So when you think about your story starting out of your garage with a $700 car sale that you turned into $1,300, that's an amazing category. That's, that's not group a bad to be a return on investment, is it? Yeah, that's that's a pretty that cool a group to be a part of, man. That was a good ROI. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Okay, God really, bless you really and your family it. and your entire team. Good luck, and I'm confident in, in the state of Pennsylvania and the governor and John Devlin and the State Dealer Association to get you guys back online selling cars safely, which is most important. So thank you for Absolutely. all that you do, Greg. Take care, stay healthy, and stay safe. Really appreciate it. Be safe, guys. Talk to you soon. We'll get through this. What an impressive individual. We have had so many great leaders on the show at this point, and one after another, we hear from them humility, just a, a, a great deal of it. The idea of ego getting in the way of great leadership, that is, that's got to be the number one thing. One word comes to mind. One word, confidence. When you have a confident leader, forget it. I mean, it's, you are going to get through this. And when I hear Greg and when I hear how he advises dealers to encourage their teams and people and staff, oh my God. I mean, this is a guy that wakes up, okay, just like everybody else and puts his pants on the same way. But here's the difference. He goes into that office every day in his dealerships and shows his face everywhere, and he leads. And he leads with a level of confidence that you could hear through his voice. Okay, Greg is one of those people that you aspire to be like. That's right. And I, I have so much respect for Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in today. Stay healthy and stay safe. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.